0: The following program is sponsored by Friends of Life Outreach International. Do you struggle finding contentment?
1: But then if we're not careful, you'd say, well, I'm going to do it because that's going to happen to me. Wait a minute. We not we dare not be foolish and compare ourselves with others and say, well, if we do that, then this happens. First, we're not playing a game. We're not playing spiritual bingo or lottery. We just decide we're going to give ourselves totally to God and we're going to let His Spirit and His love flow through us freely.
0: Learning what true prosperity looks like in the riches of Christ, next on Life Today.
1: thank you so much for joining us on Life Today. I'm James Robinson. Betty and I are thrilled to share this time. And I'm, I'm thrilled to know that we're going to be able to put into your hand a gift book titled, The Riches of Christ, What True Prosperity Looks Like. And prosperity is not a bad word. It's a good word, but you don't, don't define it as though it's all material things. Because prosperity goes so far beyond the material, it's so far beyond anything anything material can touch or that even money can buy. This is this is the riches of Christ, and Betty, the pictures in here are as beautiful as as the cover, uh, as beautiful as if you haven't seen the Thomas Kincaid, that bridge of faith that we are offering as one of those great uh, canvas paintings, uh, for people who just uh, experience the joy of giving a cup of water, and and you're going to find that that. True prosperity is giving and sharing and the joy of doing it. And here's the thing I think is really important. Not that what we want or need does not matter because it matters very much to God. But when we look at the joy of giving as far more important than receiving, you really can't stop the flow of the blessings of God coming your way. But you can't determine how they come and what they look like. You just know that when we bless, we're going to be blessed because the Father in heaven, as much as we want to bless our children, the Father in heaven not only wants to bless his children, he knows the perfect way to bless us, and it's better not to tell him always what we want. It's fine to ask, but don't let that be the driving force. Say, God, give me what I need and direct my steps. And, And when you yield to him your vessel that he shapes to a vessel of honor, it becomes a channel through which he flows those blessings to others. And all of a sudden, when that starts happening, you find yourself blessed beyond measure. Betty, you know how much joy we've always had giving our children gifts. Not only when they were small, and that's when they're so cute, and of course they're wrapped up in it, but also that our grandchildren and our great-grandchildren, my goodness, it just goes on and on, and it's wonderful. But not one time, and I really think it's important you hear this, not one time did you and I give our children or our grandchildren gifts thinking that if we do this, they're going to give us something. Mm. That, did that thought ever occur and cross Never. your mind? And it was like I, I wanted to bless them so much, you know. Mm-hmm. And as I was blessing,
2: we were blessing our children and seeing the smiles on their faces and, and really thankful hearts, you know. I, that's when I received my blessings, just to see the glow and the smile and the happiness that comes from them. From And I think that's, that's the way it should be, you know. We always feel more blessed when we've given out when we take in
1: well and I think that it's really important for us to understand of course the law of the harvest what you sow you reap and you want to sow good seed in good soil and you want to pray for the seed to be multiplied and pray for the fields you sow in and you want to sow wisely that's true and all of that is so important But I want to share something that I think is, is to many people, it's a secret. And this is not discounting. It's not casting aside. It's not making small the great teaching of those who are teaching to give and know that God's going to bless and He's going to multiply. That's all wonderful. That is part of the law of the harvest. But there's something about the heart that when you give with no thought of the return, Now, think about it. When you give those children or those grandchildren a gift, you're not thinking about what they're going to do for you someday. It doesn't cross your mind. When you give with no thought of personal return, but just the object of love poured out on someone, that is as liberating as anything you're ever going to experience. And I can tell you this, and for some people, this is hard for them to grasp, but it really is the truth. Betty and I have been married now well over 50 years. And from the time we first began to give, whether it was our tithe to the church, whether it was gifts to some ministry, whether it was some outreach we believed in, not one time, now this is over 50 years of giving and giving faithfully and giving joyfully, cheerfully. Not one time have Betty and I ever stopped to think what's in it for us, what's coming back. One of the things we've said over and over on this program that people seem to get And they experience the reality of it. If you want your prayers answered, and you can really break this out in Isaiah 58 pretty clearly, but many places in the Bible. If you want your prayers answered, seek to be an answer to someone else's prayer. If you want to experience life fully, express life freely. Now, this is what is taught very thoroughly, not only with the insights that I'm sharing, and I'll give you the chapter titles in just a moment, but also the insights of uh, people like Tony Evans. I remember, and I share the story, I'm talking to Tony about giving and how blessed it is to give. And Tony says, you can't outgive God. Well, that's the truth. And Jesus said, it's more blessed to give than to receive. Paul, of course, repeated that. And of course, it's in the book of Acts. So we know it's the truth. I mean, it's, it's reality. And I said to Tony, when he said, you can't out give God, I said, but that doesn't mean God's going to give you a money tree. And Tony said, no, it doesn't. It means he's going to give you himself. That's the riches of Christ. When we begin to do what God wants us to do, he gives us the fullness of his presence. Think about this. The greatest man that ever walked on the earth, Jesus, discipling these 12, tells them that for their benefit, for their good, he must go away and send another one just like him to live in them. Now, he could only be one place at a time, but the Holy Spirit is everywhere all the time in us, every moment. The teacher, the one who guides us to all truth, the one who opens our eyes to understand the scriptures is now living in us. Betty, I would call that prosperity here are the titles in in the riches of christ of the chapters what is true prosperity what is not true prosperity the keys to prosperity what should we do with our money because see everything belongs to god but he's made us overseers of everything he created and entrusted to our watch care which includes our money so we are stewards we're overseers That's why you should be concerned about what's done with your tax dollars. What's done with everything we have, we need to be concerned about it. Releasing the river and then the obstacles to true prosperity. I want to read you the definition of prosperity as I I shared it. And this is just one of the fold outs when we were, were printing the book. True prosperity is having all the resources we need to fulfill God's purpose for our lives and the abiding peace and joy that enable us to be perfectly content in abundance while facing grave challenges. You remember Paul said when he was writing to the Philippians, and this precedes the part, where he's talking to them about how they, and think about this. He said, you're the only ones that time and again, you Philippian Christians are the only ones that time and again gave to the ministry outreach. In other words, you supported us when others didn't even seem to notice us. And because of this, my God, our God, shall supply all of your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Because what has happened? They become this channel through which God flowed his resources for kingdom purpose. Therefore, God will meet all of your needs, not necessarily every desire. Some of them are misdirected or misguided, but he will meet your needs. Now, that's a promise, but it's a promise to a specific people who are sensitive to becoming that release of the river, not just the reservoir storing up the riches of Christ, but releasing them to others. That's where you become that channel of blessing. But in that same passage preceding, Paul said, I know what it is to abound, and I know what it is to be abased. And in all things, he said, I'm content. I've got total peace with or without. That's prosperity. God is going to fill me with the riches of who he is. Like Tony Evans said, he gives you himself. Now, when we release all that we are to him, so that we become the channel through which he releases who he is to others. That's when we begin to experience true prosperity, the blessings that God wants us to have. Now, I want you you to listen to these words from Paul when he's writing to the Corinthians. This is absolutely one of the most powerful passages that you'll ever read. This is 2 Corinthians chapter 8. Now, he's talking about some incredible love expression. He is talking about the churches in Macedonia. This is verse 1, chapter 8, 2 Corinthians. In the great ordeal of affliction, their abundance of joy and their deep poverty, they're being challenged right now, overflowed in the wealth of their liberality. Even while they're challenged in the wealth of their liberality, what did they do? I testify that according to their ability and beyond, even while they were challenged, they gave of their own accord, begging us with much entreaty for the favor of participating in the support of the saints. And this not only as we had expected, but they first gave themselves to the Lord and then to us by the will of God. Here are these people who are facing challenges and yet they keep giving. Beyond anything they ever imagined. But why did they do it? How were they able to give so liberally when they were facing challenges themselves? Because they first gave themselves. Then they were able to release what God entrusted to their watch care. Miraculously. Do you know, now listen to me, the viewers of our program, from the time we began to take the gospel to the overlook, to the third world, To the least of these, the poorest of the poor. Our viewers have told us miraculously. James, we have experienced the fullness and blessing in our life beyond anything we ever imagined. I could sit here and tell you miracle story after miracle story, but then if we're not careful, you'd say, Well, I'm going to do it because that's going to happen to me. Wait a minute. We, not, we dare not be foolish and compare ourselves with others and say, well, if we do that, then this happens first. We're not playing a game. We're not playing spiritual bingo or lottery. We just decide we're going to give ourselves totally to God and we're going to let His Spirit and His love flow through us freely. We're not going to limit it. And we're going to trust Him not only to bless what we do, but to bless through our lives by yielding ourselves totally to His oversight. Now, something miraculous does happen. When we yield ourselves to him and we can be trusted with the oversight of what he entrusts to our watch gear, which is why he left us here. He didn't leave us here to get us out of here. He left us here to make a kingdom impact right now on this planet. That's why we're here. And one way we make the kingdom impact is we testify the gospel, we share the gospel. Listen to what Paul said in 2 Corinthians chapter 9. Let each one of us do as we purposed in our heart, not grudgingly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. We're not doing it because we're compelled to give. We're not doing it because we're playing a game. But God is able to make all grace abound to you that always having all sufficiency in everything, you may have abundance for every good deed. You know what that means? God says, if I find a channel through which I can flow my blessing and my love freely, I'm gonna make certain that what is needed, not just here, but there, is flowing. Betty, when you and I years ago saw the need for water, and you remember, we started out feeding the hungry. But it was when we saw what was happening to the hungry, we realized there was another killer. It wasn't just malnutrition, it wasn't starvation. It was contaminated water sources. And we knew when we saw bore holes where they got to water, but then it got contaminated and filthy, the water was there. So we said, if we can give them a water well and we contain it and give them some means of pumping it, it can't be dependent on electricity. You gotta do it where your children can do it. We can give a, a miracle to these children. And we started doing water wells. And Betty, when we started, they were $3,600. And we said, we want to give a well. Now, now, listen to me. At that point in our lives, that was a challenge, big. Lo and behold, it was so effective and it so transformed lives and led people to Christ and saved their lives that we started doing it twice a year when the missionaries came and said, we can do it, we can double up. Well, that meant if we're going to give a well, because we said we want to give one every time we drill, mm-hmm. that was another 3,600. So we prayed God. Then a few years later, if you remember, listen to me, it went to $4,800. God have mercy. But what did we pray? We want to give a well. Not just one, but two. Now listen to me. That passage I just read, we experienced that. You cannot even believe how deep the desire is in our heart. And I talk to people, I can be in a restaurant eating. I can be in a public place. I can be at church. Or I can hear it on the phone. People saying, James, when we learn to release what God entrusted in our watch, care like a river, there's no way to describe the blessings in our life and the ability to continue blessing others. Experiencing fully the riches of Christ and finding out it is truly more blessed to give than receive. Father, I pray that every person listening to me right now, if they've not started the journey, if they're on it, I pray, dear God, they just shifted into another gear of excitement, joy about touching people with your love freely as givers of life and love and their time and their abilities as well as their resources to proclaim the gospel in word and deed to the ends of the earth. I pray that. But God, for those who've never started, may they start right now today, in Jesus' name. I tell you what, I'm gonna give you an opportunity right now to say, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start experiencing prosperity. Fullness, not materialism, way beyond that. The joy, the peace, the love, the hope, the godly oversight of my life by God. I'm going to experience that and I'm going to release the river today. And you know what? Jesus said, if you just give a cup of water in my name, you won't lose your reward. And you know what? You know why that's so important to God? Because when you notice a need, you notice the least of these and you touch them with the love of God. You've done it to Jesus. And I'm telling you, that's prosperity. I want you to look right now. And I want you to see if today, for some of you, you're going to continue the joy of giving rivers of life, wells of water, a cup of water. For some of you, right now, today, this is going to be the start of releasing what God has entrusted to your watch gear and experiencing true prosperity now and for the rest of your life. Watch closely.
2: Deep within the continent of Africa, on the western border of Burundi, flows the Ruzizi River. For those who live in the village of Musaga, it has been their only source of water. For generations, women like Casalida, a grandmother of four, and Beatrice, a young mother of two, the river has not been a source of life, but instead a river of death kubyamaze nkore amazi yo turiko turayaboma kuko tutuyanwa tutayatetse kandi tuyanwa rimabise kubera iyo yatukujeje uru amazi n’ukuri atumerera nabe bwinshi cyane kubera nabo baguma bagwara mu kanyaga baguma bacibwa ngo nuko hitwa bakadahwa inzoka ukasanawe ziko zira no mu kanwa Beatrice is not alone in her heartache Casalita, living on her own, has no choice but to walk miles each day to collect more of the same river water that took the life of her husband and her granddaughter. <laughs> Losing a child or grandchild to unclean water is such a tragedy, especially when one realizes there is a way to stop this cycle of death through Mission Water for life. But it is not only the young who suffer.
1: You are, sweetheart. I wish you could hear that. You realize missionaries go over there and love these precious people. And one of the things the missionaries said to me and Betty when we said, we'll stay here and help you. And they, years ago, said, don't. It wasn't that they didn't want us to be around. They, they loved us. But they said, if you'll go back and ask people to help us, we can stay here and we can be effective. Because one of the biggest challenges we face, when we've moved here, and most all of them we met had moved there with their little children. And they moved right into the very pit of hell and pain. And they said, if you'll just help us, and we can not only share the gospel, but we can show them the power of love, we will have something to share. At that time, it was food. It was before we even recognized the importance of water. So when you watch that, and you hear the heart cry of those precious people. Betty, what goes on in your heart as a, as a mom?
2: You know, as I watched that, the main thing I heard was they walk to the river of death. But I want them to walk to the well of life, the water that will give them life and
1: give those precious children a chance in life. Please join with us and let's offer the well of life to them. Boy, you said a mouthful. It is because of the water of life in us, Jesus, that causes us to want to share water for life. But the missionaries not only give them a cup of water, you can give them a well of water that provides many cups, and then they're going to tell them about the water of life that led you and others like you to give them the cup of water and the well of water. We're gonna lead them to Christ. And when you show people the love of God, they're anxious to hear about it and to receive the source of that love and that love is Jesus. So here's what I'm asking you to do. The missionaries have showed us 400 places, They know there's water there. It could be revealed by a borehole that was dug by the the people, but it got contaminated and filthy. Or they know in the area there's water there. You can tell. You can tell the terrain. They've got 400 places where the need is desperate, just like you saw. That's an illustration of it. And we're going to, with your help, drill those 400 wells. And we need a miracle of support. The wells cost $4,800. If you can give a well, now listen to me. If you can give a well, your company, your church... Your prayer group, you individually, if you can give a well, do it. It's $4,800. Sometimes people say, well, I can can give part of it. I can give $1,200. With three join you, we got a well. $2,400, one person joins you, we got a well. Please do it. Go online, dial the number, take your bank card, make the gift. Where could you put $144 and give 30 people water the rest of their life? Right here, by giving them a well. $48 gives 10 people. Would you make the gift God put on your heart right now? Father, I pray every person watching would be moved by your spirit. And I pray God they would believe for the miracle of love to be expressed through them in Jesus' name. Some of you may step up. You may go beyond what you ever thought you could do. But God, put it on your heart and you're going to do it. Go online right now. Please go get your bike card. Call the number, take your bike card. Make the gift God put in your heart. If you make a check, make it to life. But tell us, call us and tell us what you're mailing. We need to know. 400 areas have the desperate need you just saw. We have the answer. Thank you so much for doing it. We have some very special gifts. We're going to send you to bless you as you bless others with the great gift of God's love and life. Water for life. Thank you
0: every day children living in extreme poverty are forced to make a dreadful choice drink dirty polluted water filled with deadly disease or die from thirst no child should ever be faced with this decision the good news is there is a solution mission water for life is one of the most proven and viable demonstrations of god's love in the world today you can help end the suffering because clean water changes everything With your gift today, you can help drill 400 water wells in remote villages in over 15 nations. Your gift of $24 will help provide clean water for five people, a gift of $48 will help provide for 10, $72 will provide for 15 people, and $144 will help provide fresh, life-giving water for 30 people for a lifetime. With your gift, we'll send you the riches of Christ, what true prosperity looks like filled with wisdom, prayers, and scripture. James Robison adds insight from what God has shown him about finding contentment in the Father's provision for your life. With your gift of $100 or more, please request the Children of the World Storybook Bible. This easy to read Bible features colorful art by children from nearly 50 countries around the world. Finally, please consider a gift of $1,200 to help provide water for 250 people, or a gift of $4,800 to help sponsor a complete well. And you may request the Bridge of Faith framed canvas print by Thomas Kincaid. Please call, write, or make your gift online.
1: You know, here in the studio hangs the Bridge of Faith, Thomas Kincaid, painter of light. We want to send that to you. You drill a water well, or $1,200 or more toward it. We want to send that to you along with the riches of Christ, which we send to every person who gives just a cup of water. And also, this is so good. Children, grandchildren, (laughs) little ones, children of the World Storybook Bible, this is absolutely extraordinary for children. And we want to send this to you to just say, thanks for blessing others. I pray that you experience the riches of Christ. I think this little book right here, when you go through it, beautiful. All of the paintings, all of the pictures, all of the clear teachings in a very concise, brief form, I think can transform the rest of your life and change many lives. So we want to say thanks. Thank you. And thank all of you for being here with us. God bless you. Thanks for watching Life Today. Thanks for sharing Life Today. Share it everywhere.
0: Next week, Randy and Mary Travis share the hope of life after a stroke.
2: The way we look at it now is we have a new song to sing.
0: Life Today is made possible by the supporters of Life Outreach International. Your gift will be used exclusively for the exempt purposes of life. The ministry features specific outreaches as examples of the programs it supports and conducts. Gifts are considered to be without restriction as to use unless explicitly stipulated by the donor. The ministry is a member of the ECFA.